Hello and welcome to part 4 of the Showmere News Network special Wii Retrospective Cast. Closing out our four-part series, we're going to talk about the Dark Ages of the Wii console, which started unfortunately early in the console's life. Once again, I'm Darkrai, and with me are Dobachan and Yoko. Uh, hi. Hi, Dobachan. <laughs> dobachan san senpai san so, it wasn't the plan. You were supposed to introduce yourself. Sorry, sorry. Show. It's it's Doba Chan. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're American. Um, unfortunately, that might be the happiest moment of this episode, considering how the subject matter is going to go. We all ready to be depressed? I know I am. Well, uh, so I'm kind of not sure how to. Out of transition into it, so I guess we'll just, you know, jump right in and start talking about E3 2008. The pile of feces. Now, see, here's the thing. Even before uh, it happened, it was a very significant E3. Because by then, Mario Galaxy was out, Brawl was out, Mario Kart was out, Metroid was out, Zelda was out. All of the the big games that we knew had to happen before the console launched, you know, we knew it all before the console launched, all those games were out. This E3 was the first one where we were really going to start to see what would define the Wii uh, after the initial launch hype ended. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd say it was a pretty accurate definition. DJ Ravi Drums. D- apparently, DJ Ravi Drums is actually a real DJ. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I guess it's a notable get, but he's going. You see, what I think is that I think that actually helps to emphasize how badly that went because he is a real drummer and a real DJ. He actually knows what he's doing, and it still sounded terrible. Yeah, I'm sure he's trying to do like a drum solo, but it comes out like boop 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 boop. That was a pretty good creation. Balance board with Wii music. It sounds like such a great idea in concept. Right. But it's just so lacking. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was 2008 also the year that WiiWare launched? Uh, it might have been, yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah, and it's kind of... it's. You know, it's been around for so long now that we really don't think of it as, you know, we, we think of it as, as a really early thing, but it kind of happened really late. Like, it, it it definitely felt like Nintendo was trying to play catch-up, mm-hmm. and it felt really half-assed at that, because they didn't actually have any games at launch. I mean, they had the Dr. Mario, but they didn't right. have that. So, uh, and then you've heard, you know, issues along the way with, uh, you know, Game developers aren't getting the right cut. Uh, you have space limitations, so games like Super Meat Boy can't go on there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. To to talk about my um my RFN binge once more. Uh, once I got around around to we- to about 2008, it started to get really nostalgic because I started to hear them say storage solution a lot. And you know now you know looking back, that was really the big buzzword of that time. 
storage solution, storage solution. It was the one thing that that we all knew that Nintendo should have done a long, long time ago, mm-hmm. and they just never, never did. Right. And I mean, then in, I think it was GDC 2009 or something like that. They did the whole SD card upgrade. Yes, but it was way, still way, way too late. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was way too little, way too late. Uh. And to some extent, I guess it couldn't have gone any other way. I mean, they could have done it a lot earlier, but I don't think they ever could have done it any better, right. which is unfortunate. Um, you know, because if I think if the indie scene on the Wii had had a chance, I think it would have been the premier place to do it. But I mean, so then looking forward to Wii U. I mean, it is nice that they are, you know, saying that it's you're going to have USB ports, you know, so you can plug in an external hard drive. So that's going to be really nice, but uh, at the same time, I think that opens you up to a possible, you know, hacking or homebrew incident. Again, if you have, like, that direct access to add and customize and all, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people are thinking that, um, what is it, the Smash Stack uh, exploit yeah. that's being used right now? Uh, that's, a, that's an issue with the game itself. Right. I mean, if it's done right, People are thinking that it'll it'll be able to infect the Wii U just the same as the Wii. Wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, and if the Wii U is you know hacked right out of the gate, you know I'm I'm sure we'd all love to see homebrew for it right away, but that is a really bad sign for Nintendo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and you know third parties are going to look at this this console that's already been hacked and already has piracy possible and likely easy. And I think that if anything could kill the Wii U right out of the gate, that'd be it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it kind of goes, I think, uh, into your... What happened to E3? Oh, E3 2008. It's hard to think about. But I know that was when we first saw it. I mean... Dark Rose. Way yeah. breaking up. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely so breaking up. When we first saw, Dark, you are breaking up. I am having a. I'm having a significant internet issue right now. Can you guys hear me at all? I we can't hear you now. Yeah, but, but you like cutting out. Uh, uh, I'm. My internet's coming back. I had a severe drop for a sec. Yeah. Oh. And can you hear me at all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll try to take the reins. I guess once you know it solves itself. Podcasting people, hooray! Yeah, I want to. I definitely want that. If I can, but so uh, E3 2008 was uh, when we first saw Cam Dunway, right? I'm sorry. Sorry, which Cammy Dunway? Oh, um, Cammy Dunway. When did we see her? She was mostly doing. My dog Peach, which I remember her for, and that was Sports Resort, and I think that was 2009? That sounds like 2009, yeah. Because that was not the same year as Wii Music, if I remember correctly. Oh. No, well, no, I think My Dog Peach was 2008, because... Oh, yeah, you're right, it was. They announced the Motion Plus year. Oh, yeah, yeah, they announced it in 2008. That was also... Uh, Animal Crossing. Was that years? Well. Yeah, yeah. The way that they, the way that they announced Motion Plus was very interesting because they announced it over a, a text message to the press the day before. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so I think they were just trying to preempt uh, Microsoft and Sony, though. Mm-hmm. In 2009 was uh, the Vitality Sensor. Yeah, which I which thankfully was never released. They, yeah, well, they they obviously must have seen the the terrible terrible reaction to it. Mm-hmm. The the Vitality Sensor also really felt like something that they they hadn't even started actual work on. Because right. it was very weird to see it, and the way they were talking about it, it just didn't feel like it actually existed at any point. Um, right, the E3 struggled, but overall, I mean, you were getting the sense that the Wii was seen as an inferior console. Excuse me, there's a sneeze. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, you had people like me moving on to the Xbox 360 or PS3 as a supplemental console, at least, if you got the Wii originally. Uh, you know, great decision, again, you know, to experience the whole gamut of all these games here. Uh, but the Wii was originally created with the great idea that HD is not essential in 2006, as far as, you know, the success of this system, because at that time, a lot of people did not have HD TVs. So yeah. keep it at standard def and have it be that. Uh, once the HD TV started to become an actual key in the market, uh, then we really saw where the big gap was and the Wii was slipping. Uh, you know, Nintendo first-party games were great because Nintendo always knows how to get the most out of their system, and you know they just have brilliant game designers working for them. Not to say that third parties don't, but when you also have... Uh, when you also have all these shovelware that you know they were attracted to the Wii and its premise, it kind of just brings the quality down. And oh, so definitely. people just generally saw it as, oh, it's it's an inferior console. Which spec-wise, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we talked about earlier about how you know we were you know people were shocked to hear that it would only be two to three times as powerful as GameCube, and then it ended up being significantly less than that. You had the flash memory as well, uh, that was you know rather weak. It was 512 megabytes, mm-hmm. uh, and that's by today's standards ridiculous. Yeah, and to 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 bring up the Wii Motion Plus again, um, it's it's really weird to see the context that they made it in, because I I'm not sure what they were really going for with it. Because they, the only real game they had to show for it was Wii Sports Resort. And yeah. bes- besides Skyward Sword, which came years later, they never actually used the Wii, the Wii Motion Plus besides Wii, Wii Sports Resorts. Yeah, first-party so, games, they didn't yeah. really. Uh, you know, games like Red Steel 2 did. You had some of the Tiger Woods ones. But for, a, for something like that to be, you know, the reaction would, obvi- uh, would be for those that were being critical... Well, why didn't you have this from the very beginning? It mm-hmm. it's kind of it's a valid complaint. Yeah. And that was also the first year where we kind of got, you know, Miyamoto dropping this bombshell in the uh, developer round or not the developer round table, but the like the private behind closed door round table. <laughs> I remember and that. As I'm told, it went exactly like the ending of Iron Man. Like, you know, uh, the the way I'm, the way I've heard it happened was that, you know, Miyamoto uh, he's like, you know, he's up there. He's talking about the Wii Motion Plus, and then, you know, you know, at at, at the roundtables, 
you know, they make sure that your questions are very focused. If if they're not about the focus of the roundtable, they just don't take your question. So someone managed to uh, fit in Pikmin to the discussion of the Wii Motion Plus. It was like, is this something we might end up seeing with Pikmin? And then immediately Miyamoto had this huge smile on his face. And, you know, he was he was trying to play it off. He was just like, you know, uh, Nintendo is always thinking of, you know, how we can use, how we can innovate with our new franchises, with our franchise and everything. And, you know, everyone in the audience is like, is clearly like, he knows something. He's got something. And then, you know, Miyamoto, he like turns to sit down and then he stands back up and he just says into the microphone, we are making Pikmin. And then <laughs> it exploded. And the, the press conference, the, the round table ended immediately. <laughs> yes. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was exactly like the ending of Iron Man. But you know, now I was, just picture Miyamoto like with an eye patch and yeah, like, like uh, it was a very unfortunate time for Nintendo because you know I th- I'm it's it's become clear now that we still don't have that Pikmin game that it was not supposed to be talked about. Miyamoto, you know, was definitely not supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. So. But since he's Miyamoto, he does what he wants. Uh, yeah. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, it, you know, they had a really just sad performance. And, you know, Sony and Microsoft weren't all that great either. Wasn't that the year that they that Microsoft had avatars? Yep. So, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, and I, th- I think that was their big thing. And then the next year they had Project Natal, as they called it. But so you know, no. Remember what the bottom of Avatar's shoe looks like? Well, bam! Oh, there bam. it is. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? We have a connect here in our apartment, and I've never seen the bottom of an Avatar's shoe with it. So I feel very disappointed. Failing, uh, failing to deliver promises. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, the games. After a while, they kind of slowed, and then you had 2010. And I was lucky enough to go to E3. 2010 was very, very unfortunate. I mean, I, I went to E3 2010. I went to Nintendo's press conference. You want to talk about, like, games and, like, a sudden resurgence of Wii? Like, that was it. Yeah, but I, I think everything. part of me thinks that that resurgence almost hurt them in the long run. Because they had everything in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I think since they had all that stuff, they should have spaced it out a little more. Yep. Because 2011 was dead. There was there was what three games released for the Wii in all of 2011. I mean, you can go back and listen to our Show Me Your News Game of the Year awards and the uh, category for 2011 Game of the Year: Slim Pickings, and it was pretty obvious oh, yeah. Skyward Sword was going to win. Mm-hmm. No, there was nothing else that could have won. Oh, we had De Blob Two as a nominee. Whoop de doo. <laughs> I think that in itself displays the sad state that we was in. And this year, too. I, Off the top of my head, I can only think of Rhythm Heaven. Last That's Story, it. I guess. Last Story. Last Story. Uh, uh, Xenoblade, which, I think, technically would fit. No, Xenoblade was, two, was... No, it was 2012. But both Xenoblade and Last Story are two-year-old games. Technically, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Kirby's going to come out, but that's just a ROM collection. Yep. I, off the top of my head, Rhythm Heaven Fever is the only Wii game that, the only real new Wii game that came out this year. It's pretty bad, guys. That is awful. Yeah, and you know, really, the the GameCube kind of ended this way too, didn't it? Where 
well, I, I, you know, since ne- no, none of us were really following it that well, but I think it, the GameCube also had a very, very, very slow end and a very unfortunate, painful end too. I mean, if the Wii U starts out hot because you know all the developers had moved over for some time, like I won't have any big issue with it. Mm-hmm. And granted, I also had you know a 360 and a PS3 that can distract my attentions and all. Uh, but I, I think if that's been the focus because, you know, the game developers are focusing on Wii U. If they make a great product and great games to go along with it, I don't think it's much of an issue and we won't be talking about it. Yeah, and, but as, as much as I want to be wrong, I kind of believe that they just have kind of left Nintendo altogether and the Wii U is going to have to win them back. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is it's a very sad state to be in. But unfortunately, that's just where it is right now. Yep. I mean, because of those games, you did have issues. Uh, like you had to have the project or project, whatever uh, uh, Operation, Operation Rainfall. You're right. Um, to bring something to yeah. shores. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you kind of think about it, um, there was sort of a proto Operation Rainfall. I can't remember if it was 2008 or 2009 with Disaster Day of Crisis. Because that was another uh, yeah, that, that was a very similar thing to Operation Rainfall. It just didn't gain gain as much momentum. Where people were like, "Well, you have this game that's coming out in that you know came out in Japan, and it's about to come out in Europe, but you know America's not getting it." And I think Reggie famously said that you know it just looked. It, I I, th- I think Reggie just said that it it just probably was not a very good game, and it ended up in uh, its first week in Europe. It didn't even break the top fifty. For, not just for all games, but just for Wii. So that means that like one guy in all of Europe bought that game, and he was—he probably wasn't even European. He was just visiting. Hmm. So that ended up being a very sound decision for the most part. But you know, you have Xenoblade and Last Story and Pandora's Tower to a lesser extent getting rave reviews in Japan. Uh, you know, they're selling. They're selling more than enough in Europe, and it's just – it's not even a, a a thought on Nintendo of America. And we can argue over how much Operation Rainfall really had to do with it. Nintendo claims that they decided they were going to do it anyway, but I don't think that – Sounds like it's saving face there. Yeah. yeah most, mostly. And, you know, Nintendo isn't, isn't the one that published last story. It was Xseed, but – Xseed hasn't said that Operation Rainfall wasn't a factor. So, and Pandora's Tower, we're still we we still haven't heard about. Oh right, yeah. So, it's a very very interesting state, to say the least. Oh oh, I just thought we did get new play control Pikmin too. Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> yep, not like Europe had that three years ago. Mm-hmm. New play control would have been a nice series to see them continue with. Yeah, it, it, the games not... actually came out with that, wasn't it? Like, uh, I want to say it was tennis, power tennis, power tennis, both Pikmin's and uh, Jungle Beat. And Jungle Beat, as I understand, actually had brand new levels in the new play control version. Huh. Other than that, like those are the only four games they brought out with new play control. Yeah, I... I think that was all. I think Japan got one or two more, but nothing significant. Um, 
I guess one could say that Animal Crossing City Folk was Wild World. <laughs> well, that's because Wild World was Animal Crossing GameCube. They're all the same game. No, no, no. Wild World was actually had some pretty significant differences from the GameCube version. Um, yeah, it you know had the it started with the Japan only sixty four version, which almost literally was the GameCube version. Um, mm. And then the GameCube version was what came over. Then Wild World did some fairly different things, but City Folk was basically Wild World with more suck. So I like City Folk. I, I, I think it's bad that you're punished for walking on the grass. Yeah, that is kind of stupid. That, oh, that well, is 3D's actually, coming out soon, hopefully, maybe. Right, Nintendo? Yep. Sometime next year. Not hopefully. next year. Not <laughs> next spring. Uh, um, yeah, you know, it feels like we're just going out on a whimper right now, just like the Wii. But I, I don't, I can't really think of much else to really discuss as far as Wii goes. Um, hype for Thursday. Definitely hype for Thursday. Again, I want to call it right now. It's uh, um, actually, this episode will probably release on Thursday, won't it? Probably, yeah. Okay, well, I guess it'll, it'll be, be before. It'll be before. It'll, it'll, it'll be a little late for um, for predictions by then, but you know we're recording on Sunday right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have it. You know my my official predictions. I'm gonna go uh, price of three hundred to be launched on what was the date? Uh, November. Yeah, the eighteenth. Historically, that's just what Nintendo does. They did it with. The, they did it with the GameCube, they did it with the DS, they didn't do it with the 3DS, and it sold like crap. They're going to do it with the Wii U. Uh, I might as well mention, because it's you know going to be too late to mention on Show Me Your News, we're going to cover all that uh, you know fallout yeah. from everything. You know, I think the 18th is pretty spot on. I think to see it any earlier would be uh, a pleasant surprise, but I would not expect it. Uh, mm-hmm. 300 sounds about right, but there is the rumor out there that Multiple SKUs have popped up for different price points for Wii U, as in multiple options for bundles. That that one is very interesting. I think that's you know I think three hundred is the standard bundle. Maybe two forty nine is hopefully without Nintendo Land because if they don't pack in Nintendo Land in some fashion, it's a very very bad thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I like I personally I think that Nintendo Land should be a pack in. Period. And then, uh, I, I can then, because the idea is like they had the two forty nine, the two ninety nine, and then the three uh, three forty nine. I can't imagine what the three forty nine would be. Another maybe tablet. With, maybe. And how much they, are those going to cost? That's but, what I don't know. How much are the controllers themselves? Here's, here's the thing about the gamepad, though. They, you know, they at E three two thousand twelve, they had only just got uh, functionality for two gamepads working. We're not going to see games that actually use two gamepads for a while. That's true. So I can't see why they would bundle two gamepads. Comes with like a Nintendo-specific hard drive? I don't know, maybe... I almost want to say it comes with a Wii Remote Plus, but those aren't $50. Right, they're not. See, See, what I'd like to see, honestly, to solve the whole... uh, Especially if the controllers are really expensive. Uh, I know there was the idea that floated around with the the 3DS could be a controller. Mm. That would be interesting. So it's it going to come be. with 3DS? No, I'm just, I'm just saying that's... I think that like would be a pretty see. good deal for anyone that doesn't have a 3DS yet. 
Actually, that would be really good. But no, that no, no. <laughs> but but if that happened, and it very well might, but also it's still in the possibility of only rumor. Um, I think it's a great idea because Nintendo. It's not something they usually do. Yeah. And I think it it appeals to the people who are all the analysts who are talking about uh, price. If it's anything above three hundred, it fails automatically. To have that two forty nine base point would be something pretty great that they could say, yep, now it can still compete with the uh, you know, 360 and the PS3, and when they launch those newer models, maybe they'll have to do something to compete with Wii U. Like, that's a yeah. good thing to have that if that I'm, is I'm what happens. I'm pretty sure they might have learned that from the, uh, the Wii's launch because it was the cheapest console and therefore basically sold the best. Right, yeah. but at the same well, time, you, when you're having... Also... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you kind of had a similar... Uh, concept with the PS2. It wasn't the cheapest, but it was the weakest. Mm-hmm. And it is the best-selling console of all time. I don't even has the Wii even overtaken the PS2? Not yet. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean DS is the only close one. It's I, actually, I think I think DS has overtaken PS2, but it's a handheld, so it's going to sell more naturally. Right, but at the same time, when you're having those multiple SKUs. Um, you're going to have more issue with supply. Look oh, at that. Yeah. You can't just send out the one standard default model. You're going to have issues where people are going to want this one, but will only get so many of this specific model. Uh, yeah, I think that's really the only downside. There's a lot of upside because you have flexibility and people get to buy what they want and you know, still counts toward sales numbers and Nintendo makes money. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see... Um... I don't see a shortage happening again. Because first of all, they're gonna they're gonna make damn sure they can do whatever they can to make sure it doesn't. But also, I don't think lightning is gonna strike twice there, because um, the huge huge hype behind the Wii was more or less a scam, when you think about it. Like, and the mass market fell for it. They fell really hard for it because it was a gimmick, a outright gimmick that they sold for two hundred and fifty dollars. I it like to, I do not understand how that happened to this day, because that is a very steep cost for something that. But when you look at its competition of the PS3 being six hundred dollars and the 360 being I don't even remember. Well, that's true, but the 360 and PS3 were at first just bought by gamers, whereas the Wii was everyone you could imagine. So mm. I. I don't really understand how the Wii happened like it did. You know, look, looking back, we can see why it happened, but I don't see it. I don't understand how it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you know, so I don't see a shortage happening. But I the 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 multiple SKUs makes a lot of sense to some degree. I I cannot imagine what the 349 one could even be. But I think if Nintendo Land is an optional pack-in. I think that itself makes a lot of sense because, you know, you're thinking Nintendo Land has to be a pack-in, but, you know, that game has a lot of polish if you really look at it. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. they put a lot of work into it. You know, it's going to be a a minigame collection, but it's going to be a really, really carefully made minigame collection and probably... I liked what I I I saw. Oh, yeah, I I really like what I'm seeing. You know, it is a minigame collection when you come down to it, but it's a very, very good one, it looks. So, you know, with all the work that's gone into it, you almost think it really can't be a pack-in. We talked about it 
at E3, you know, after that, when they were saying how it's the game that sells you on the experience and kind of teaches you what it's about, I think you have to have yeah. it as a pack-in. Like, it yeah. makes no sense not to. Yeah, and that's that's why I think that the multiple SKUs really is what makes sense. Because it reconciles, you know, it, making it a sort of mini-premium, almost, it is what... It, it it kind of reconciles the whole has to be but can't be thing, mm-hmm. and you know I'm not sure that's in the long run if that's the best idea, and I'm I personally think that even if it means selling it at a loss, they should put Nintendo Land into every single Wii U box. But I think if you know it, even if it's not the the best idea, it's certainly one that makes sense to set, to have it as an option. Yeah. So mm-hmm. overall, I'm going to I want to say that there should be an information blowout of sorts because we're almost 2 months away from the supposed launch. Yeah. We don't know for well, sure the full launch list. We still are so vague on a lot of the details on Nintendo Network and Miiverse. Yeah, but this isn't new. Like they did exactly this with both the Wii and 3DS. This is not a new thing. This is just what Nintendo does. Well, we got to hear something, so... Yeah, it's unfortunate and it's annoying, but it's what they do. What I really want to see, because they're going to talk about the launch lineup, they're going to talk about Miiverse, they, they're going to talk about all that stuff, they have to. What I really want to see is stuff that's coming out after the launch window. Because they've explicitly said everything we've seen so far is launch window. We, well, most everything we've seen so far, a couple third parties are talking about a little bit further. Um, but I, I really really want to see more i want to see what the wii is going to have after the launch window because i'm satisfied with the launch window i zombie u looks great assassin's creed 3 is a great great way to start off a console and i'm actually waiting for the wii u to get assassin's creed 3 mass effect 3 i don't know why you're doing it but it's a it's a <laughs> great game to have I'm going to buy it because i don't know who their audience for that is but you know why not it show it it shows if nothing else, it shows that the Wii U is capable of right. a game like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that I don't understand it, but fine, go ahead. But, you know, once we get through this launch window, what is there? Do we know anything? And Not that's what I there. really want to see. And yep. if they don't talk about any of that, I'm going to be really disappointed. Alright, well, I mean, I know I'm going to be pre-ordering one as soon as possible. I have Assassin's Creed 3 and New Super Mario Brothers U pre-ordered. Yeah. It's so. going to be a while before I end up getting one. I Start plan on getting one. Now. It's going to be a while. Start saving up now. Yep. But anyway, final thoughts. Uh, you know, I the Wii is really important to me. Uh, not just for Brawl. Uh, but it kind of led me into experiencing gaming and catching up on gaming, and because of that, uh, it helped create Show Me Your News. It helped me you know, meet wonderful people like the both of you and all of the other Sminjas. And these are friendships that I treasure. Uh, they really, Absolutely. They really mean a lot to me, and it's only possible because of N- Nintendo Wii. So, for all the f- faults that people say, you know, it's an inferior console, the graphics suck compared to the other two, the Games are crap. I don't care. You know, the Wii is my favorite because of what it's allowed me to do in 
you know, my life, be it, you know, in real life or online space or just the people I've met. And I think that's the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Doba, uh, your final thoughts? Uh, I like, like I said in part one, I like the Wii, even though it is the least used console I own. Like my 64, that is almost as old as I am. Um, I still use it more than uh, my Wii. But I still love the Wii. I still love the games. I agree with uh, everything Yoko said. People can tell me that the games suck as much as they want. They can tell me that the graphics... The graphics don't matter. Like, I I like the Wii. And I like the games. And I'm happy to see it go, but at the same time, sad to see it go. Yeah, it's... I think, for my final thoughts... It's kind of bizarre to see this console generation ending because this was the first one where I really feel like I was involved with gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, Not to mention, it's been long as hell. Oh yeah, this is one of the longest generations we've we've had in our lives. Yoko, maybe you you had a bit longer, but <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't involved in that either. Even right. so. I think for for us, this is the longest console generation we've had. But it's also, you know, I I played games all my life, and they're the primary source of, you know, my enjoyment. But um, I was never really involved in the the you know the inner workings of the industry and the real culture of it until the the Wii era. So to see us really finally move on to something new, it's it it feels weird. It's because bittersweet. To me, yeah, but in the also kind of bizarre because it's always been the Wii, Xbox 360 and PS3 for as long as I can remember being on the internet. So it's it's going to be very very strange dealing with a brand new console launch. And this this is my this is my first and what may very well be only real excited console launch because I'm I'm in that age right now where I'm I'm old enough to really understand what it means and appreciate it. But young enough to still ex- be excited and cared. So, it's- man, you know how weird it is. Like, you're what going into sophomore year in college? Yeah, well, considering I'm a, I'm a credit short of sophomore. Yes, I will be going into that soon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know second year. Yeah, like, I'm in my second university. year right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my freshman year at university. When the Wii came out, man, so old. What am yeah. I doing? Yeah, it's it's very it's 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 just I I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this generation ending when it See, when it finally happens when I finally have the Wii U in my hands and I. I, I it feels weird just to see Mario in HD in the screenshots. That is bizarre. My I still can't really comprehend that. But and you know to just just give my thoughts on the Wii real fast. I'm not sure I'm happy with the way it happened, but I feel like the Wii, as the the casual juggernaut that brought gaming to the mainstream, for better or worse, it had to happen. And gaming is still a very very young industry, and we're still in the very early stages. As much as we love it right now and as great as we think it is right now, we are still very far from what I think will be uh, the, the long-standing standard of gaming. 
because we're still in the black and white era of of film, I think. Yeah. So pretty much. So we really don't know where this industry is headed in the long run. And I think the Wii was a very important step in it moving forward. So for better or worse, I'm very, very happy it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doba, I think you were going to say something before I kind of cut you off with that with my... Uh... Oh, no, honestly, I think that's a pretty good note to end it on. Okay. So by the time that you hear this, either you'll be just before the brand new Wii, Wii U news or just after it. So, you know, the... The era of the Wii is more or less done right now. You know, we don't quite have the Wii U yet, but it's it's going to be the significant talking point now. And you know, it's it's finally time to say goodbye to to the Wii. And you know, I'm I'm very happy this is how we did it. I I'm very happy we really took the time to look back and appreciate everything that was the Wii. Mm-hmm. So a really good idea. Mhm. And obviously, the SMYN network is going to be here uh, going forward into the eighth generation, now that you know Wii U and 3DS are going to be the, the new standard for Nintendo, we'll eventually see a PlayStation 4 and whatever the hell my, Microsoft is going to call the Xbox successor. Um, and uh, I guess Yoko, uh, I guess I'm kind of speaking for you a little bit right now, but you know I I think it's 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 a pretty safe promise to make that you know f- f- uh, going forward into a brand new age. You know, we're still going to be here for you, giving you all the content you love. You know, we're we're expanding a bit. You know, we've got read the manual, doing general stuff down the sidelines, doing sports. But at the core of it, all of us still really love video games, and we're all going to be here for you through it to give you news, entertainment, and everything you want. Absolutely. I mean, it's just the start of something, and who better to share it with than with every Sminja? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, with we've really got nothing left to say, so we'll, we'll wrap it up right there. So, with the end of the Wii Retrospective cast, I'm Darkrai. I am Yoko. And I am Metabaga. And we'll see you later, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>